morning, everybody. Hope everybody's well. Happy Wednesday. For those that are um, catching up now, we've been talking about the idea of, of the self-centeredness of life. Understanding what it means to be self-centered. Someone who's self-centered is they're putting themselves in a position where they're probably going to get ahead physically. Like it's a really good thing to be self-centered if, if you want to win the physical game. And self-centered people sometimes do. That happens all the time. They make moves that are detrimental to other people and they don't think about it. They hurt people. They don't care. They have to win at all costs. And they win. A lot of self-centered people win. And it looks from the surface that they're winning. And then there's an expression, which I don't love, like most, like many expressions, but it's said a lot, which is nice guys finish last. <clears throat> Maybe we could say it a little more accurately. Self-centered people win more initially. So you see somebody who's self-centered and they're focused on something and they're willing to do things that someone with a little bit of higher values and morals are not, is not willing to do. And before you know it, like, you know, they have more stuff. But when you go deeper into the life of someone who's really self-centered, you'll find that they're not very satisfied. Their life gives them lots of stuff. But they're not very satisfied with it. They're not overwhelmed with their life in a good way. They're not inspired. They don't have a deep satisfaction and connection to the things that they own. And it's because the self-centeredness is really a physical way of life. And when you live in a physical way of life, in many ways, you block the spirituality of it. So if I am forcing myself and my opinions on my employees, and it's really all about me, I may have more money in my pocket, and I may have employees that are more dutiful, but I don't really have a company that's going to stand with me when I need them. I may be more dominant over my family and they may be more obedient, but the, the love is different. It's a different type of relationship when a child or a spouse deep down knows that the parent or the other or the spouse cares about himself more than them. So, on the surface, they've got a lot. But in truth, they have very little. Because the things in this world only matter if they're going to satisfy you in a deep way. But if the things that we have in this world are unsatisfying, and you have them, <coughs> it becomes very challenging. So what ends up happening, if you watch how this plays usually, is they they assume 
the reason why they're not happier is because they don't have enough stuff. So then as opposed to going deeper on what you have, there is the pursuit of more. And more requires more dominance and more self-centeredness and less time for others and less time for things that don't deliver to their goals, which then gives them a greater accumulation of stuff, which then doesn't leave them any more satisfied, which then creates more until they get to the banquet. I think I spoke about it on Monday, the banquet. And they start realizing that it wasn't about the stuff. They start realizing that the opportunities presented them throughout their lives, the reason why they couldn't see them was because they were focused on themselves. They missed that kid who needed them. Not in the way that they wanted, but in the way the kid needed. And they missed the chance to develop a real relationship with them. They missed that friend. They missed that opportunity from a business perspective. They missed a life of relationship to depth and spirituality and meaning. In the pursuit of stuff, they missed the depth of their life. And you'll see sometimes people will make an about face. They'll start giving everything away. They'll start getting involved in things that are deeper and more meaningful. They'll start spending more time with their family. They'll start spending more time with the community. What happened? A decade earlier, you didn't have time for anybody. And now you're basically all day, all night doing acts of kindness. In part, I believe it's because they sensed there's nothing more they can get to give them depth. The only giving them depth is depth. And the only way you get depth is by going deeper from the physical that you have. And the only way you do that is when you're not in the middle. When someone else is in the middle. When that kid or spouse or friend, when the community, when the greater good, when God, when something else is in the middle of your life. Which is hard. It's really hard. And that's why so many times in life, it's easier to blame. It's because of politicians. It must be in the next election. It's easy to distract, which is why Netflix is so incredibly popular, which is why Instagram is so incredibly unpopular. It's easy to get lost in this physical world because the physical world can, can give you anything you want as long as it gives it to you at the surface. But it takes a real strong person to stop and say, nah, I'm not looking for more stuff. I got to deepen what I have first. I got to get into what I have. I got to become a deeper person. And I do that by being open to opportunities that are in front of me. I do that by trying to tap into the energy that is within me. <clears throat> and I do that by recognizing that I don't run my life. I don't control anything. I'm playing a video game. 
It's somebody else that created it. And my job is to do the best that I can every moment of my life. Open to what's next. To plan, but to know that most likely the plan that I have is only going to take me a couple of steps down the road. And to recognize that I'm not in the center of that world. As soon as somebody has that, as soon as somebody has that humility, they're not running the world and that they're what brings out the greatest joy and energy and spirituality is when they're not in the center, they can start slowly finding moments to take them out of the center. So out of 24 hours and assume you're sleeping for a part of it, you can find 10, 15, 20 moments where you see something and you go, I'm not in charge. I'm going, or someone needs something and you say, okay, you before me, you go through your day and you start to find pockets where you can move yourself out of the center, where you can use your humility to not realize that you're not running this world, where you can use your genuine concern to help somebody out. Where you can use your courage to do the thing that you're scared to do, but needs to happen for others. You can use the day as a way to almost, you almost, it's like one of those games where like, you know, you, you swing back into the center and then you push it out. And then it swings back into the center and you push it back out. And throughout the day, you find pockets and moments where you can swing out your ego and be free to do something else. Be free to take whatever is in front of us. Be free to be okay with what's going on in front of us. Be free to give and to connect and to do more. Be free to call somebody up. Be free from your own self-centeredness. And then it comes back in again. It's fine. You push it back out again. The more we're able to move that center from me to something else, the more we are now creating the connection to the energy. And the more we are open to somebody else, and the more we are, the more we, the less we are judgmental of people and of situations. You know, it's like when you like go to a party, you ever been to like a, an affair or a party and the person you want to talk to, there's somebody else talking to you. You realize at some point, this is the most important person. Who cares? That feeling. I wanted to be here, but now I'm stuck here. Let me make this, let me make this great. That concept, that idea. Think about this today. We're going to be a little shorter today than usual. Think about this today. Think about when you're going through something and you feel something. If you feel it because you're in the center or someone else is in the center. Think about when something comes your way, if you accept it or you reject it because it's too hard or because you didn't, you didn't expect it. Think about what throws us. And if what throws us is thinking in the past, we're trying to project the future, we're trying to compete on the sides. We're just saying, this is where I am. Let me make this great. I'm, I, I don't run the world, but I got this moment. And I'm in this moment. I make this moment great. When you have the humility to realize that you're not in the center, you open up possibilities you can't believe. Possibilities for your future, possibilities for strength, possibilities for what you can do that you never could do before. 
I believe it's in those moments that you become the person you're meant to be. The ones that are right in front of us every single day. Okay, it's a little short today. I'm just got going on, but we're going to pick up again with God's help tomorrow. And I uh, hope everyone's having an amazing day with God's help. I can't wait to see you again tomorrow. Have a great day. Thank you.